Welcome to CW Hip Hop, your home for Wisconsin hip hop. I'm your host, DJ Bank, co-host, co-guest. I got this week Dubsack up from Milwaukee. Why don't you go ahead and say hi and shout out your socials. Where can everybody follow you at? Say what's good, everybody. You can find me on all platforms at D-U-B-B-S-A-Q. That's D-U-B-B-S-A-Q, Dubsack, all platforms. Any streaming service, all social media. Yeah, definitely go give him a follow. He's got a lot going on over there. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at CW Hip Hop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, at BVNC925. Uh, We want to thank our sponsors real quick for helping make these podcast interviews possible. Starting off with Hollywood Recording Company. They have built a premier recording studio in Chippewa Valley. It's about 10 minutes north of Eau Claire. Their slogan is Small Town, Big Sound. And you can follow them right now on Instagram at Hollywood Recording Company. That's H-A-L-L-I-E, Wood Recording Company. And message them. Let them know that CW Hip Hop sent you so they know their ads are getting in front of the right people. And then also, make sure you guys book a time to go tour the studio he's got over there. It's a really nice thing uh, setup he's got over there. He's got like everything thought of for what a studio should have. So definitely recommend you guys go check that out. If you have a song that you hold near and dear to you and you want to make the final touches on it just really pop make sure you message him it's a great thing you can do you don't even have to go into the studio you can work with you uh, over the internet so definitely get in touch with him it might be something worth checking out there also thank you to chop shop barbershop in plover wisconsin you can stop by for a unique experience while getting a fresh haircut schedule your next appointment at the garage theme barbershop in plover by finding a link on our homepage at cwhiphop.com and then also follow them on instagram at chop shop barbershop tell them that cw hip hop sent you to receive the best experience also, thank you to our Patreon listeners here, Tracy Jankowski, Sub Music Boss, and DK. We appreciate you guys so much for getting that 10% discount on our shop at cwhiphop.com shop. We'll also shout you out on every live DJ podcast if you want to join them. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh to join today. Now, we do have the question for our IGTV chat. You guys got a little bit of time here. I'll make sure I go back and check. Oh, I see one in there already. But this week's question, we have one every week. We go live every Sunday at 5 p.m. But the question this week is, if you could only keep one social media, which one would you save? And we did uh, establish that YouTube is its own social media. So if you like YouTube, uh, might want to take that one into consideration. Otherwise, Instagram has been a popular one. But we'll be talking about that in a little bit here. You got a little bit of time to get your answers in there. If you're listening back on a recording, maybe Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, there's a comment section you guys can put your answers in there as well we appreciate all the engagement it helps us grow and get our audience uh get a bigger audience in front of the wisconsin hip-hop scene here so we really appreciate that also thank you to our second block of sponsors here starting off with garky global he has all of your media needs covered from garky uh from custom graphics new logos cover arts photography videography music videos drone footage and much more you can check out all his work on his youtube channel at garky graphics and then you can also follow him on instagram at garky global also, thank you to our last sponsor here, Always Tired Inc. They create custom merch for uh, artists who are on stage. You can hit them up for yours today by going to Instagram and t- uh, messaging Always Tired Inc. Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. We do have a lot of new music in Wisconsin hip hop as well. I want to make sure we let you know about every Monday we have our now Apple Music and Spotify playlist that we update weekly so you guys can check that out we have a post on our instagram uh every monday and then thursday we have our upcoming uh wisconsin hip-hop that you guys can check out but make sure you guys go to those playlists and start streaming some of those artists because that's a great way you guys can support the artists directly uh, but we have Dreamy with Standby, Johnny Franchino with Trackstar, Dustin Warbear with Homegrown, Slits featuring Blue Jacket with Save Me. All of those songs are out right now. We also have Blue Jacket with Bonk. That's tomorrow. He's going to be uh, dropping his project. That's uh, an album. I think it's got like eight or nine tracks on there. And then Zion Divine with uh, featuring Dustin Warbear and Drugs with Faded Youth. That's coming out on the 4th of August. 
Our next interview after Dubsack here, obviously we're going to be doing that here shortly, uh, is going to be with Love Ego. He's uh, She's coming in August 13th, about two Sundays from now, so make sure you guys are here for that. And we got a ton of concerts in Wisconsin hip-hop as well, so make sure you guys check out cwhiphop.com slash concerts. Uh, right, so that's all we got for the announcements here. I'm going to be checking out the comments here just to make sure anybody who did answer the question gets shouted out here. So you got a couple seconds here before we're going to be reading these off. Sorry for the awkward silence. It'd be like that sometimes. All right, I think that's all of them. So appreciate everybody for answering the question this week. This week's question it is, if you could only keep one social media, which one would you save? So Dead Boy Grace said YouTube, and that kind of changed my answer right yeah, away because I didn't realize that YouTube was on the table here. So I'm definitely gonna have to agree with him there. Uh, Tr1 with OnlyFans. I did ask him if he had a different one, but he didn't reply back. So we're gonna go with OnlyFans there. Uh, Rose with Snapchat. Some Music Boss with Telegram. Ace Wild with Instagram. Alpha Pack with YouTube. BTT FYM with Instagram. Ys. YBSTWF with Twitter or X now because they changed the name over. Uh, Cookies and Cream with YouTube and then Droogs with Facebook. So starting with uh, fun over there, what did you have for your answer this week? What social media do you want to keep? Uh, take Instagram stuff. So. Take an Instagram? Alright, alright. Dubsack, what did you have for your answer? I'm going to have to go with YouTube. Going with I YouTube? I spend too much time on YouTube. For real though, like honestly, I spend so much time on YouTube. It, it was... It's like all I watch. I, I'm kind of curious what my stats are because I watch it on like the TV, my phone, yeah. my computer. I don't even know if I could get all the stats for it, but it's a lot. It's definitely got a couple hours every day for sure. Mm. Um, but if it wasn't it's YouTube, like half my day. Oh, for real. <laughs> if I didn't <laughs> have YouTube background. on the table, I'd go with Instagram though. That's probably yeah. my second one. Yeah. All right, but thank you everybody who did answer the question. We have a new new question every week, Sundays at 5 p.m. So make sure you guys join us live on Instagram uh, every week. But that's all we got. For announcements here, now the time, kept it under, hey, six minutes here, so now the time everybody's been waiting for. Dubsack, are you ready for your interview here? Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go. All right, so welcome to ENT Studios. Drove up from Milwaukee, right? How was your drive up here? It was nice. It was, nice. It was smooth. A lot of farmland and fresh air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so is this your first time up to Wassa? Uh, yeah, first, I've definitely driven through before, but first time stopping and Stopping at the quick trip. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that story. That was an interesting yeah, it was one. Busy. Yeah, definitely. The one you went to, I that one's always busy. Mm -hmm. Um so coming into this interview, is this your first in person interview? No, no, I've done a couple. Okay. So uh who have you done interviews with in the past then? Uh one eighty podcast. Done um not in person, but I've done on air breaking and entering. Okay. Um I wanna say one eighty was my only in person before, so Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, and I uh, have other ones but and uh, how was that one? Was it kind of a, like a long form one, or was it more like a quick, quick segment kind of interview? I'm just kind of... I was probably there for like 40 minutes. Okay, all right. Just came in. I didn't really know what to expect. Not what to expect. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah, it was cool though. So we're gonna start off with one of our most important questions here, and that's how did you come up with your alias Dubsack? So I used to go by uh, E Dubs. Okay. When I first started making music, and uh, I had a show at the Miramar Theater. It was my first. First, like, professional show I've done. Like, At the Miramar? Yep. Really? I've done, okay. like, you know, garage shows and, you know, stuff, like house parties. But this is, like, my first show. It's, like, a showcase event. And uh, I had a song called Back to Back I was performing. And the hook is, I've been smoking back to back. I feel like I'm a die young, high-strung young kid puffing on his blunt, bitch. And then I pulled out a blunt. 
Uh, mind you, I went by E-Dubs. I pulled out the blunt. They were like, oh, bro put a dub sack and a swisher. <laughs> they were like, they're like, make, they're like making, it was a, the blunt was like this thick. Okay. You know, it was not A little toothpick. So they, yeah, they were making fun of it. And uh, I kind of liked it. I was like, dub sack? Kind of just sticks in your head. You can make you can make fun of it, and I don't care if people do. Is once you like, you know, here you might find something you like. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, kind so, like the little thing behind it. So if somebody does find Dubsack online somewhere, and this is their first introduction to you as an artist, how would you describe the music that you make? Well, I'll say versatile. I'll say I change up the style like a lot, maybe too often. Um, in the years. Recently, it's been a lot more personal, I feel like. I've put a lot more of my, myself into the music. I feel like for a while, it was just turn up songs and, you know, having fun. Mm-hmm. But I'd say it's, there's a diversity in it, for sure. Okay, all right. Yeah, and, and I definitely hear that, too, within, uh, like, some of the music we play on live DJ events. Like, you got up, you got down, mm-hmm. you got everything in between. Um, so you, you have a lot of music out and uh, I'm sure unreleased. So what oh. year would you say that you started your music journey and then who or what inspired you? So I started like messing around freestyle in like, 2015. Okay. Um, guess what, what inspired me? My dad actually made music. Really? So when I was a kid, across the hall from my bedroom was a studio. So like my first track I made, I was like probably like four years old. It was like some stupid stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's always in the back of my head, been like an inspiration. And uh, just I, I've always liked English, like English class. I always had straight A's. My uh, freshman year teacher uses my uh, poem as a school example and shit. Super cool. Like I wrote a poem about potatoes and she uses it. I've always just liked poetry and English. And yeah, my dad made. Did you excel at English class then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. I graduated with high honors. Like school is really yeah, okay. Pretty, pretty smooth. So yeah. you're kind of like riff raff then. We got a college degree and everything, doing the rap thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have a goal when you started making music, or like you said, it was just kind of ingrained in, in you ever since? Honestly, the first time I did it, I was chilling with uh, Alex Stevenson. He's the first dude I started like rapping with, and we uh, just kind of did it. Just it was fun. I saw him do it. Everybody in the room was like, "Hey, that's dope." I tried it one time, I, it probably was garbage, but everybody in the room was like, bro, you should try rapping. So my dad took me to the studio and I made my first song. And then it kind of just, just snowball effect. Yeah. Just kept going. So as you were growing up, what kind of music did you hear playing around you? Do you think these artists had an impact on the music you t- make today? Yeah. Uh, my mom played like a lot of like Mary J. Blige. Mm, okay. Um, Alicia Keys. Uh, like Charlie Wilson, a lot of like, you know, like jazz and stuff like that so I've always liked production with those in there you can probably hear it in the newer albums mm-hmm. they got a little more jazz to them uh, my dad play like DMX Tupac his own music you know yeah so. well yeah yeah so, your biggest fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was lit that's a lot of stuff I listen to okay who who would you say are your top three artists any genre and I'm gonna leave it at you think all time right now however you wanna answer it mmm Say I gotta put Mac Miller in there. He was definitely an early inspiration. Um, damn, top three. I'm gonna put Young Boy in there. That young Boy. Be, that might be controversial. Okay. Okay. Is your top three a Young Boy? I like right? Young Boy. He got a lot of. I, While we're here, best Young Boy project or song uh, or whatever you want to say. AI Young Boy too. Best project by him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I might put Kodak up there too. Kodak. I okay, Kodak. I respect Kodak. I like young Kodak. boy, I young understand. boy, I'm kind of, I, I, yeah, 
I've kind of fell out of Young Boy a little bit, but I can still always fall back into like his old stuff. So yeah, he got a little spot. So I'm gonna say Mac, Young Boy, and Kodak as far as like my three people I got in rotation still. So all right, all right. So you. Uh, have around 135 songs on your SoundCloud, which includes around eight EPs and two albums. Starting with your bio on SoundCloud, it reads 21 and then cross uh, self-destruction tendencies. Do you want to expand on that and what it means? I made that as an edgy 21-year-old. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so now uh, we're going to be looking over just kind of the first few of your songs and uh, some of the more popular tracks on your discography uh EPs here so mm-hmm. starting off with your first song that I was able to find on your SoundCloud and you were kind of telling me off air you have multiple SoundCloud accounts hidden gems YouTube easter eggs accounts, yeah. so the one you have currently was this your first one ever on the, the oldest on my SoundCloud uh, the oldest on your SoundCloud no. or is your SoundCloud profile your first SoundCloud profile oh yeah it is okay so, releases yeah okay so you've That's hidden, my main one you've hidden some of the tracks then yeah okay all right so oh, this is this isn't your first track ever then but the first one you have still up here uh it was released august 22nd 2016 titled dollars and pesos the description yeah. simply reads track one counting money talking money and pesos and then obviously this wasn't your first track but it was part of an ep that you had titled as young dub what should your fans know about this song um Actually, I played it for Fon today. He never yeah. heard of it. It's kind of, I'd say my high school knows about it. Okay. High school and family audience knows about it. Very early listeners know about that. That's Young Dub. Yeah, it's <laughs> Young, young Dub, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, um, what did your setup look like when you were first recording these tracks? Obviously, this wasn't your first one, so you might have had something prior. But around this era, 2016, um, what'd you got? So, Dollars and Pesos is actually one of my first ones I did on my own at home. Mm-hmm. So, I had... Um, broken midi speakers only one worked i had my dad's microphone that his friend uh ryan gave me um basic setup bro i used cubase element 7 and i still use it to this day i've never upgraded my program i've only upgraded the microphone and the speakers so you have the exact same daw yeah since starting in 2016 or 20, since 20 yeah 2016 ish yep. and what is it cubase element 7 i don't know if i've ever heard that one it's made by steinberg like, they're on, they're on like 15 or 16 now probably okay. I, have the, I have the old one you got the old one all right well I mean, if it works it works right it like, works why upgrade? it's the blueprints too easy record i triple my vocals the exporting is oh so yeah you, like why change it at that yeah. point um so then on october 2nd 2016 you released your second track here uh dubs in the cut the description mm-hmm. reads track five i doubled my money and lost all my fucks uh yeah. this painting was crafted in the cut of dubs crib you also released a music video to this song directed by Eladic uh, Lunatic yep. and edited by Edubs. What can you tell your listener, uh, the listeners, about this song and music video? Um, all right, so we had a school, like we had a school assembly. I had my stepmom come pick me up because like it was like the end of the school day. It was gonna take like two hours. Went home, started freestyling on this beat. I think it was like an ASAP Rocky type beat or something. Okay. Something weird, and I just did it. Came up with a little dubs in the cut. Came up with that little idea. Um, my boy Elliot, elated lunatic. We shot that off of his phone, and we uh, we just rode around Pigs Valley on the Milwaukee Southside, just literally hanging out the car, walking on the train tracks, just kicking it. So you just skipped an assembly mm-hmm. for it. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. It was dope. And then my boy mixed it, mixed the master. He lives in uh, New Jersey, so I had like a little connect out there. I was like, 
emailing my songs because it was perfect. The system was set up. It just worked. It <laughs> <Yep>. just worked. <laughs> oh, man, that's kind of crazy, though. Was this your first music video then? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So not first songs here, but first. I was going to say, that was really quick. You had, like, your second track and then yeah, first music video. video. Okay, so that makes a little more sense here. So November 13th, 2016, you released Money Counter, and it... Uh, the description reads track three this uh this is a dream come true never make believe what can you tell your fans about this song um so the reason the caption was that is uh it was produced by lean beats he's actually went on to produce for like little baby and money man and a bunch of people and i met him at pizza shuttle randomly i was at pizza shuttle i followed him on instagram saw he was there and i was like i gave him like 50 bucks or something he gave me the beat that was like a legendary moment for me. I felt like I met met like someone I really looked up to and like the local scene and global scene in general, just like an inspiration right there. So who was the producer's name again? Uh, Lean Beats. Lean Beats. Yeah. And at this point, was he fairly famous getting on the rise? Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I, everybody in my high school knew who he was. We we were all turned down to them. Okay. Uh, seen him open up for Playboy Cardi and shit like really early, like 2016, 2015. Days. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Um, December 27th then uh, 2016 you released December it was mm. description reads track 4 here's some fire to keep you warm through this bitter season is there any background you want to add to this song the uh, EP album cover is based off that song Okay. the hook it's talking about burn holes in my sweater uh, so then I, the picture of the album cover is actually my sweater with my name on it that's it Okay. The burn holes in it so okay. it's kind of like the title track but I didn't call it December yeah yeah um it was a good track though. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. A good, this whole EP was fairly good one for being one of the first ones you had on there. Also, then on December twenty seventh, I imagine this was when you kind of like finished releasing this EP. Mm -hmm. uh, you had Monte Carlo with uh, the description reading track two, true story. What can you tell us what's going on in this track? I had a, a two thousand five Dale Earnhardt Monte Carlo. Really? Almost. It was like a hair over three hundred thousand miles. Wow. Yeah, okay. I got it for like five hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, that was the car, bro. Smoked my first blunt in that car. That's kind of crazy. Done a lot. Bro. How'd you How'd you get that? That's quite a deal. Um, and like, how do you come across my that? My dad's neighbor had an auction license, and okay. he got it in an auction. Huh. We gave him five hundred bucks, and he came back with a car. Wow, that's yep. nuts. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. On January eighteenth, two thousand seventeen, you had uh, success with your song uh, "Kirby" a freestyle, mm -hmm. and you have that it's a remix to Riff Raff's "Bricks Off the Balcony." So, where'd you come up with the idea to remix this song? I just heard the beat. You just heard the beat. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I need to be on that. Mm -hmm. Do you like the song by Riff Raff? See, the, the thing is, with a lot of my remixes, I try not to listen to the originals. Oh, I, I you, thought, you, you just yeah. hear the beat first and you're I like, oh. a lot of, like, hip-hop instrumental channels. So, like, I'll hear the beat before I hear the actual song most of the time. So, you follow what, exactly? So, it's uh, like... like hip-hop instrumental channels. That just, on, like, like, YouTube? Yeah, and Riff Raff just popped up in there one day. Hmm. Okay, so, okay. May 4th, uh, 2018, uh, you released your first song to Spotify. The track was titled Zonin, featuring Rob Hicks and uh, Dermic, Dermrick. Uh, how was it working with these two, and then what made you decide to finally release onto a bigger platform than just SoundCloud or YouTube? Um, so I had probably about maybe like 20 releases before this one on all platforms. Oh, really? I, I cleaned them about okay. two years ago. So it I kept this one because uh, it's produced by DJ Hoppa, you know, from Hobson's Camp. Rob Hicks, he's goes by Rated R Playboy now, if you've heard about him. And then Demrick, he's part of Exhibits Click and shit. So it was, a, it was like an OG class okay. track I had. I really wanted to keep it there, you know? Yeah. Showcase it. So how, how many would you say you had uh, on all platforms before clearing them all out? 
prior to zoning? Prior to zoning. Probably about 20. 20? Damn. Yeah. Okay. So what made you want to like clear it out? Were you just like, these weren't up to Had par? A couple, yeah. Pretty much, bro. I had a couple EPs on there that were just not mixed right. Okay. I just rushed and singles that were basically throwaways that yeah. I like that I was like oh I own the beat let's put it on everywhere let's put it on, yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean just you might as well right cleaned up a lot of old shit on May 12th 2018 you released another EP uh, titled WTW which stands for What They Want mm-hmm. it includes five tracks Rolly Brothers Keeper What They Want Pogo Stick and Back to Back is there anything you want to add about this EP or these tracks so uh, Pogo Stick was a fun song to make yeah, that's so we got a video for that one too. Shot by a uh, Dead Boy Grace that was in the chat earlier. Um, that back to back song is the one I told you about from the Miramar. Oh, oh yeah. So okay. up to this point, I still kind of went by E Dubs, even with the Young Dub Sack. So you kinda, were E Dubs. Yep. Okay, because I kept seeing that name popping up. I was like, yeah, ah, maybe, but I was like, maybe yep. there's somebody else. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So that that that's clicking a lot of things yeah. for me now. So I still went by E Dubs when I released this ish. It was kind of like a. This was like turning into dubstep. Oh, this was the transition period. Yeah. All right. So then on March 30th, 2018, you released your song Closure. Uh, this is, you have in the description an emotional open letter. Uh, it reads, on February 12th of this year, I lost my best friend, my role model, my everything. You also mentioned that you lost your grandpa, and on the day of the releasing of this song was actually his birthday, March 30th. Mm-hmm. You then continued that you wrote, this song was a way to help me cope with all the overwhelming emotions as a tool others can utilize in their time of grief, rest in paradise, Clint Thomas, uh, is it? Uh, Harrigus. Harrigus, okay. What can you tell us about Clint and how he impacted your life? Um, there was a time period where I lived with my grandfather and my grandma. Um, basically, he was like a, like a father figure. Like I got my dad in my life too, but like he was like also a father figure. And uh, I guess this was like one of my first turns into starting to use music as therapy. So I feel like it started off as an escape where I would just make like fun shit you know like lyrical stuff but this was like when I really like I all I had was music type of shit like, mm-hmm. it was there for me you know what I mean so like that that track helped me out a lot yeah so my next question was gonna be did you find that writing the song or just music in general had helped with some of the emotions you were feeling all at once oh yeah oh yeah would you recommend anybody who might yeah tell, get... yeah bro even if it's just poems or just writing it out like whatever you can do to just let it out you gotta find some form of like of an outlet can't let nothing bottle up mm-hmm. and it gets bad yeah definitely alright so October 18th 2018 you released a six a short six minute three song EP titled The Fade it has mm-hmm. songs Fade Weekend Had to Ball what can you tell the listener about this EP Rushed Rushed you yeah I've noticed you have normally five on your EP mm-hmm. count so this one the production is just really like weird and out there just, it was just some different stuff and me thinking I could sing before, uh, you know, learning how to use my weird voice in a way. Yeah. So it was, it was just experimental. Okay. I mean, sometimes you got to do that yeah. still. All right. Then December 22nd, 2018, you released a five-song EP titled Worship. It can, uh, Worship. It mm-hmm. contains songs uh, Rudolph, uh, Red Dot featuring, is it? Suki. Suki. Okay. Worship uh, featuring Azure, The Paradox, Maguire, The God. Maguire is God and Nick Grace, mm-hmm. uh, Passion at its finest featuring uh, Maverick and Fucked Up featuring Nick Grace again. What can you tell us about this EP? This was I remember uh, I made this right when I moved in by the airport, right off Layton. Uh, fun. It was fun. This was a fun recording. You got process. a lot of features on this one. Yeah, it was a. I'd say this is more of like a darker themed. We had a lot of like dark 808s and it's a lot of like 
demon references and shit. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Kind of had a little theme to it. So were these all uh, friends of yours, or how'd you come to? Oh uh, yeah, yep. So Nick Grace actually helped me piece together a lot of the album, and he uh, engineered it actually too. Okay. Uh, Maverick would come over before I go to my shifts at Walmart, and this was just one of the tracks we happened to do. It turned out pretty dope. It was fun. It was a fun little process. My first album I actually put together with like a objective behind it. I'd say. Okay. All right. What was I guess uh, the objective wise for this project? So there was a running meme on like my Instagram. Okay. Uh, I had a bunch of Russian followers at the time. Mm. I, this is my old Instagram. I got taken down. So mm -hmm. uh, they had called me Dubsack the Savior. But, like it was all, like, all the accounts. In my, yeah, in my live stream, this Dubsack the Savior. So it started becoming like a meme. So like the cover art is me with like like a cloak on and all the features behind me. Remember, it's kind of like worship interesting you know what I mean was, oh okay like a little, that, yeah alright that makes sense I actually it. have the album hanging up in my studio um, a friend of mine oil painted it like that's pretty I neat I sent her pictures of all of the people and like we got producers faces on there artist producers me everybody like a dope little, yeah a dope little that's dope that's dope uh, then January 25th 2020 you released actually a hit with Payday titled Beamer mm -hmm. uh, what can you tell your fans about this song and then how did you and Payday come to work on this together Shout out Payday. She now goes by Critter. Okay. C R one T T E R. That's how you spell it. I came in contact with her through um through Dad, a local Milwaukee artist. He's traveling the world right now and stuff. Nice. Uh, he kind of just I saw she did something with him. Hit her up. I think we just talked for like a little bit. And I was like, I'm in the studio right now. She's like, send it, dude. She sent me back the whole thing. 20, 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. Damn. And then that's pretty quick. I put it out and it was like, she has a really dope fan base, really loyal fan base. She's been making music for a long time too, like like me and shit since we were like same age bracket. Do you so feel like you get a lot of these connections just, just randomly, just bro? Randomly. I, when I found her, it was, I just like heard one of her songs. I was like, yo, it'd be dope to make a song with her, and then, boop, and then she started popping off, and she got songs with like I Love McConan and. Doing good. Nice. I'm proud of her. She's going crazy. Yeah, you got to show that respect out mm -hmm. when it gets. Do you think her kind of fan base is what helped make that song oh, successful? Oh, yeah. yeah. all her fan base. <laughs> if you read the SoundCloud comments, I get dragged in them. Like, you really? It, says, it says payday carried. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is oh, funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. She goes crazy. Oh, that is funny. All right. So on March 28th, 2020, you released Acorns or mm -hmm. Acorn, depending on uh, how you look at it on what service, yeah. uh, along with a music video. It has a fun beat with, honestly, that goes pretty hard. Uh, how was it creating this song in the music video? Oh, I remember making this song. I just moved in, into uh, Greenfield. Pro I'd say it's probably like my early process of when I stopped writing and I started freestyling. Like started punching in more and just having fun with the flows. Because you know, like you make something up on the spot. It's just funny or something. You know, yeah. you just got to keep it there. And I don't like to overthink my bars, so this is one of my first. Really? You don't like to overthink your bars? Dude, it feels like there's so much thought that goes into the bars. Like, I can't, I can't imagine just How much did it take to make, how, how long did it take to make Basquiat Posse? Like, too fast. Like, that, that one's full of bars. It made, like, it took, like, 30 minutes, bro. Damn, that's nuts. I didn't just, realize that. Just go in and say, yeah, I got a lot on my head. <laughs> All right. Uh, so how was the music video, then, for this? Um... We shot it like on a Sunday or something. Had Just my, real quick. Yeah, I had my boy Jacob pull up. That was a uh, my home neighborhood, right over off like 34th in Montana. We shot it at the train tracks, like right down the block. So that was cool. Bring uh, Steve out there. That's the videographer. It was cool. I had butter with me too. 
fun little video. I like how he put the uh, the Ice Age. Uh, they put like the uh, Ice Age Willie Man. Yeah, dude, there. I saw that. <laughs> I thought that the was so funny. So it was perfect good. for the song. All right, so December 21st, uh, 2020, you released another five-track EP titled Doomed. So mm-hmm. kind of contrasting your worship here. Uh, it has songs like I Don't Just Trap, Glowin', MCTS, Scott Pilgrim, and Action Bronson. What does C- MCTS stand for first? Uh, Milwaukee County Transit System. Oh, okay. okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that as the answer, but all right. Because uh, I said, like, it starts off by talking about all the days I used to ride the MCTS. Yeah. So it was, uh, that's a song I made for a tribute for my friend Tay. She got uh, hit by, like, a straight bullet, passed away, and it was just oh, kind of no. like a tribute. Like, the whole, I actually wrote that as a poem without a beat or anything. It was actually like a poem I wrote and then found a beat, laid it out. So that was a, yeah, that was yeah, a good sorry to hear that, man. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the CP as a whole? Uh, first release with DistroKid. First release with DistroKid. <laughs> yep. So what were you using prior to this uh, then? Root Note. Root Note, yeah. okay. What made you want to switch? based out of like UK or something. Uh, the payouts, bro. Yeah, was it better? Dude, I was I was just talking to uh, Red the Rapper the other day. I sent him a screenshot. I probably lost like two or three thousand dollars through streams with my old shit. No shit. And and Acorn Beamer, all the ones Those where were on the there. hits they're on there. I'm scared to switch the uh, UPC and the IRC codes over because I don't want to lose the statistics or the playlist I'm in or the fans like the hearts and mm. you know what I mean. Like I don't. You can lose all that if I read re-uploaded yeah that's something you so want I'm, ner- to definitely I'm be nervous, nervous about. i looked into it some people have success some people lose everything so i'm like is it worth it yeah i mean when you take a gamble like that you, you never really know uh yeah. but yeah that you got a lot of success with those songs it would the suck beamers bringing in like 4k streams collectively a month which isn't bad for a song that's out like two years dude ago. that's pretty decent yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on to then February 19th, 2021, you released another five-song EP title, Dub Is Down. The cover art is actually really cool here. Uh, I don't think I have it, but um, the uh, it's a bright colors uh, kind of cover with a picture of a frowning clown on it. The songs on this project are I Could Never, Pretend, D&D, Heal Me, and Sky, um, Heart Emoji. What can you tell us about the creation of this EP? Uh, Heartbreak album. Heartbreak album, okay. Uh, even though it was like, time after the initial heartbreak you know it gave me time to like reflect and i was finally able to like reflect and put it on mm-hmm. you know put it on put it on wax to really talk about shit uh it's a good good listen if you're you know hurt or you just want to yeah i feel like everybody can relate to it. it's one of those yeah albums. everybody's you know got their heart broken before and shit yeah if you haven't it's coming just just wait so then on May 1st, 2021, you release Spin It Freestyle. What can you tell fans about this freestyle here? First song I made when I moved uh, to West Dallas. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, made that first, like, it was like the third night we moved in there. I was so nervous that, like, my neighbors were going to get mad or something. Oh, because you were rapping? <laughs> yeah, because it was like a, uh, like a little, we had, like, four neighbors, but, like, I could touch their door if I wanted out my door. It was, like, super compact, you know what I mean? So that was a fun little song. I made that one just just geeked after work one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then on May 21st, 2022, you dropped yet another five-song EP. Like I said, normally you have five. So, yeah, it seems like my that one where it had three seemed a little different. But mm. uh, it was titled Dub with a Cape. Tracks on this are EA Sports, yeah. Entertain, Forecast, H&M, what, and What's the Word? What mm. can you tell fans about this era? Beautiful. 
a lot of good merch came out of that era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's the word? I performed that pretty much at every show. That's a fan favorite. That one gets... You don't even gotta know the song. Like, you, you hear it one time and you know the hook. It's really good. Uh, forecast, based on a true story, you gotta listen to understand. Yeah, H&M, we cooked that up in like probably like 15 minutes. Yeah, you're saying that was one of your fast ones. Yeah. It's freestyle. On August 7th, 2021, uh, going back a little bit here, uh, you released Michael, and then in parentheses, uh, Long Live Money Mike. Who is Money Mike? And what's about this song? Uh, that's one of my coworkers. Showed a lot of like love and support early on, and uh, he actually drove out to one of my portage shows. First time I met uh, Sabo and Diastro and everybody in Lone Wolf. Um, Mikey came out there, and uh, yeah, he ended up passing away like a like a week or two after the first show. Oh so was, damn! I had to make a tribute for him. You know, he showed a lot of love and support. Man, Money Mike, we need more Money Mikes in the world. Yes, sir. All right, so when you uh, come to creating a song, uh, do you have a process for it? I know you kind of said you just come up to the mic, start spitting, but kind of walk us through what's going on when Dubsack is going to be working on a song here. Shit, walk into the studio, play a couple beats, go through my email, see if I got any from, like, you know, exclusive producers that I, like, Amart, he's done a majority of my past two albums. I always check my email for him. If, if he sends me an email, we're recording that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just look for beats. Find something that sticks with me. We'll just, I'll just, like, usually I got, you know, my guys with me or something. We're just freestyling, smoking. Once a beat sticks, it's like, should we get this one? Yeah. Load it in. The song just makes itself. We don't, I don't even look for, like, hook placements or anything. Really? Anymore. You're just, like, where it feels? If I got if if I accidentally rap over the hook, we just loop that in like okay like I'm just past that like I'm just making the shit. Yeah. It's it's really unorthodox. It's weird. Okay, so <laughs> you say you freestyle. How do you find inspiration for beats or uh, for lyrics? I mean, and how do you like avoid saying like the same thing over and over if you ever get like in a, in a rut? Um, I definitely started writing my lyrics after I, I make the songs, like when they're mixed and mastered. That way I can like cross-reference to make sure I'm not saying something again. Okay, alright. <laughs> There's been a couple times where I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> um, inspiration, I don't know. Daily life, that's the cool part about freestyling. It's, you know, if I'm having a good day, you're going to hear it on the record. If someone pissed me off or... <laughs> You're gonna hear it on the record. You're gonna hear it's, it. it's literally like don't I'm piss off a rapper. You'll be on the next track. Yeah, yeah. I sent subliminals in directs. <laughs> uh, do you have any stories from your early career here uh, that you've always want you want to always remember or something they might may have? Mm, I'd say like my first first show was pretty awesome. Yeah, what happened? It was a warehouse show in Racine. Super dope, bro. Probably had. Two to three hundred people there was for my guy's twenty-first birthday. I was sixteen. It was like the biggest snowstorm, bro. I, I had the shits before. It was my first show. I was so nervous, you know. Like it was, so, it was a d dope show. That's probably, a good show out though. Two to three hundred, bro. I probably drank like half a bottle of Captain Morgan. Oh god. And then went up there. <laughs> never really drank before or nothing. It was dope. Oh god. Yeah, All right. Good experience, bro. <laughs> Drove through a snowstorm. Yeah, those Wisconsin snowstorms. They'll get you. They suck. Yeah, they do. So you said you've never updated your dog, but what does your current studio setup look like? What kind of mic are you using? Where are you setting up recording? Using the uh, TLM 103 Neumann, the Neumann. Uh, got Sony headphones now. I used to use Beats, but they're horrible for like the audio leak I've heard. Or at least really? my engineers okay. told me like you can hear a lot more beat cut through. The ones I got almost like suction onto your head. Mm. Um, got a Sony curved monitor pretty big you fan of the curve 
Eh, I, it depends. Like, I've been in there, like, forgetting that, like, I have a curved monitor. And I'll be, like, chopped or something. Looking at it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, and then it's got JBL monitors. Uh, Pre-Sonus interface. I got the same interface I had when I was 16. Like, Really? The what? only stuff I've really updated is the microphone. How, how have you kept the same interface since you're sick? Like, I feel like after a while, they kind of get worn down and, like, you really haven't ever upgraded. Damn. The only thing I've had to do once or twice is a new mic cord. I've right. had, like, the scare, like, where I'm like, bro, I can't hear the headphones. <laughs> or something, you know, that's yeah. the only scares I've had, really. Okay, damn, that's pretty, pretty nice. That. Yeah. And I upgraded my modem at one point. That um, was like a couple years ago too. So in the chat here, uh, Tara One had asked, uh, "Can I email you some beats?" Uh, oh, and then <laughs> some music boss literally just pushed your email in there. So if you're in the oh, live, yeah. you can see it. Yeah, when it gets re-uploaded, you won't be able to see it. But yeah, thank you, some music boss, for uh, putting that in there. That's my boy. You're gonna be getting a lot of beats now, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need beats. Hey, that's hungry for them. Um, so, do you have any passions outside or hobbies outside of music? Anything else you do? foodie a foodie I like okay eating, i like eating a lot of food are you like um, a restaurant connoisseur you like to go to different my, my girl be making a bunch of shit uh, we had a we were supposed to have steak pho last night but the steak was bad oh no so we used like chicken we made from a couple days earlier that was good that was really good especially for like clearing my sinuses we, it was spicy oh yeah oh that'll clear it out i like indian food okay I like everything, bro, pretty much. Are you more, uh, you like the spice? The yeah, food? I okay. like spicy food. It's bad for me, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does the average day look like for Dubsack here? It could be making music, it could be any kind of day. What's an average day look like? Unfortunately, waking up, going to work, working in a hot warehouse, sweating, <laughs> chafing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, exerting all your physical force, then coming home and trying to garner some energy to do something and I've been in the gym lately too so it's like getting off a long shift carrying metal and then I'm like pushing metal now <laughs> like, yeah been pretty hard on my body lately but it's about it bro go to work work out eat food smoke record been watching movies lately it's been really hard for me to watch movies yeah I like stopped watching TV stopped playing video games everything when I started making music like back in I, 2016 I, yeah I really, really? Like, dove in like, what are you watching lately then movies I just I don't know if I'm done with it yet I'm trying to watch the alien series I've never watched oh really it. okay never watched it I don't think I've ever seen it I've I seen a movie three. or two yeah I've never watched it um I like the you know the thrillers the suspenseful movies I like documentaries too yeah have you seen the Oppenheimer or not yet not no. yet I want to go see that I haven't seen it either but I'm excited for that I one I heard there's like a good scene in there <sighs> yeah I can't wait to go um <laughs> Real quick here in the chat, uh, celebrity chat with me said, uh, we need you at Jam Fest. So you were at Jam Fest in Milwaukee? Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, so, all right, make that happen. Definitely need Dubsack at uh, Jam Fest. Here. Me. I'm trying to, yeah, I'll do Jam Fest. That's at uh, the Miramar, too. Yeah, the Miramar. Yeah, so yeah. it could be a circle back around there. All right, so do you think you found your sound or are you still developing it here? We evolve in every day. Evolve in every day. Do you feel like some freestyles you're like, I like that flow, and you come back to it, or is it like here and there you'll get some new stuff? Um, it's very rare that I'll come back to something just cause I most of my songs I gotta finish in that same session or I'll just leave them okay I gotta really like like I said like it's the, it's really like that in the moment shit like so yeah alright so you kinda said you get emails sent um if you don't get an email sent to you where do you go to find your instrumentals uh like YouTube 
Only if they got like a BeatStars link though. Okay. I'm not gonna like illegally download it. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, buy your beats, support the art. Don't do that. Um, do you have any producers you like to work out, uh, work with? You want to shout out? Yeah, Amart for sure. Shout out Amart. Shout out Nick Grace. Me and him been doing some shit lately. Um, damn, Silas. Shout out Silas. He's in school right now, so he's taking some time off the beats. That's about it. I got, I got a couple of producers that I work with very frequently and whatnot. All right. Are there any artists you like to work with, or maybe some favorite ones that you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, Diastro. Diastro. Yeah, I see you guys yeah. on a lot of tracks. Yeah, that's my boy. Like when we when we're in the studio, it just bounces back and forth. Like all the ideas are just do 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 do. And I've gotten him to like start to punch and stuff too. And that's, yeah, that's freestyle. Like, it's like fun Ooh, to watch. All right, all right. Cause he's he's a lyricist. Like he got he, that shit. For real, for real. And seeing it in the moment, it's like that's inspiring in itself. It, like, makes you want to, like, go harder. Oh, you said, okay. Uh. You, you need that kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah. Somebody to, like, keep pushing and keep yeah. pushing. You don't want to just stay stagnant. Um, do you have any advice you wish you could share with your younger self when you first started making your music? Yeah, I said that shit in the car. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I said, shut up. <laughs> shut up? Okay, you want to expand on that a little bit? Take, slow down, take some time. Um, I think a lot of it was just rush. So like, even though I did rehearse and whatnot, but I feel like I feel like I didn't know what like the uh, why I was making the music. If that makes sense, I was just making it. You, you kind of felt like you needed to, but you didn't know why. You just yeah. you just like, had that. Like push. I I enjoyed like the challenge of it because I was still writing and mm-hmm. learning rhyme schemes and feeling out you know like where the beat like where the hook goes on the beat and where the verses are. You know I was like learning a lot more. And I wish I would have like you know slowed down maybe like. I, put, I was putting out everything I made. Ah, all right. That's why like I cleared like half my SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you want the listener to maybe take away from your music when they're listening? Um, just know that like you know everybody's human, I guess. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, people can put on whatever image they want to put out, but at, at the end of the day, like we all got shit we go through, and hopefully, like, hopefully, some of my music helps you get through it. It's helped me get through it myself, so pretty. I, I think I make like relatable enough shit where it can help a majority uh, of people. I would agree that with that. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got you definitely got some um, relatable. I would even say some emotional, where it's like it, it kind of helps with processing stuff and whatnot on there. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna kind of jump now to the end of December twenty twenty two. Actually, on the sixteenth, after eight EPs, many more because you said you deleted some. Uh, you released your debut album and winner of our twenty twenty two WIA's album of the year, Off My Chest. Uh, the track list includes Fifty Fifty, Molotov, Under Maintenance. Uh, is it Oppie? Oppie, yeah. Oppie, okay. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to say this. Basket Posse? Uh, Basquiat Posse. Basquiat Posse. Uh, freestyle. One More Call, 6-5, Me, Myself, my mis- and My Misery, Root of Jealousy, Unbalanced, Too Many, Trust Issues, and Pipe Dreams. Oh, oh, oh. A lot of music oh, oh, oh. from your five uh, track EPs here. Tracks. Yeah, a lot on there, too. You actually only had One, two features two on the last song. So, yeah, everything else was solo here, and it felt like a full album. So props on that one but yeah please tell us about this album and what it means to you what went into it yeah let's dive into this so it's called off my chest right yep i had this was like my first this is like my first like i don't even know what to call it like i started treating them like therapy sessions i never had a therapy session but i started going there and like trying to dive into myself and really see what do i need to like 
talk about to like make me kind of move past certain shit if that makes sense yeah and the best way for me to do that is to document it on a beat that's my that's the easiest way to get me to actually talk mm-hmm. you know um crazy thing the only features on it is my dad and, and my dad's best friend my, no way basically my uncle yeah Dude, that's kind of crazy i didn't realize those were so Rome, Rome four and four second verse that's my pop yeah you guys can rap i uh, i'll be honest i had verse. notes when i was doing this right <laughs> up i was like damn those fucking features they snapped they yeah. really snapped on that you recorded that at my house you know? that's awesome um so yeah what what uh what is maybe your three favorite tracks off of this project um under maintenance that one was like one of the songs that like i was like even like scared to put out almost just because like really personal mm-hmm. but it felt good too and like even hearing my family's responses to it and stuff i, I think it's helped us uh figure stuff out um too many is so funky. I hated I, it. I didn't like it at first. You know what? I do, I do like that one. Yeah. It, it's got something different to it. It's like, I didn't know how to feel about it, but now it's like, the way I made the album, if you play it front to back, like it was designed, bro, it, it literally is, it's perfect Philly right there. Uh, Unbalanced too. I like Unbalanced. Okay. All right. Is there any stories from this creation? Did you create it in, how long did it take you kind of from like, so the first concept of it three months about. three months well, given that 5050 and Basquiat and one more call were all previously released okay so I kind of tossed them in like after I got the idea so everything else I'd say about three months all right so is there anything that um, kind of came from this that um, might be memorable from the era of this creation because we're gonna go into your next product here but this one definitely kind of came out with a bang for your mm-hmm. debut album here honestly it was probably probably like a pretty low point in my life and i feel like that created a lot of good music somehow it i had a lot of shit to talk about you know what i mean um that's the most memorable i wasn't really in a good state at the time but what i realized is i came closer to you know wrapping up the album is like how much i've grown as like a person throughout it like i got like a lot of personal development throughout that album like just in my day-to-day life and everything like relationships with people tell me like just like reveal a lot um i got a tribute on there for my uncle that passed that's uh one more call mm. it's also uh me myself my misery is kind of like a unspoken like part two to that too that's why i had it like follow up close to the album um uh, root of jealousy is my first attempt at a country song <laughs> <laughs> is that what the, is we that got a video the, for it it's, okay okay it's fun it's out in the woods We're having fun with it um yeah bro i was just a trip to make right. it's cool i like how everything is cohesive and just flows yeah if you had to recommend say they don't have time to listen to the whole album only one song which one would you point the listener to damn near molotov molotov yeah okay all right Go stream Molotov after this interview here. But uh, going on fun. to April 14th, 2023, you released your first single of the year, uh, Zirconia. What can you tell us about this track? So my dad my dad kind of inspired me to make it. He told me I had to make something uh, kind of like mob-themed a little bit because we're, we're Sicilian. Mm. So he wanted me to, you know, that's why I started off with Siciliano, not how we mob, and like that kind of like little flow. And then the, uh, the beat has that really like choir feel to it. Yeah, some old school like just mafia, mafia shit. Just a freestyle, just something I made one day and got an engineer and I was like, oh, this should go kind of hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got to put this out. 
Yeah, no, it was a good one. And definitely, uh, do you have more singles possibly coming out? Or is this going to be like more well, of an album year for you? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're in the works right now. Okay. Might right. see fun on it a little bit more. Got fun on a couple tracks. So I think, what is it? The 30th today. So on June 30th, uh, one mm-hmm. month ago, 2023, you released your second album in just six months uh, after your debut album. On my conscious, so there are eleven songs on this: "Solid," "Faded Early," "Memory Lane," "Surfs Up," "30 Hours," "If You Know You Know," "Evil Twin," "Detox," "Brick Baby," "Ty Four FMU," and "Emotional Bastard." Mm. Talk to us about this album. What's going on here? So I wanted this album to contrast off my chest. Okay. Same general subject matter, just I, I feel like I'm in a better better space myself and whatnot and i just wanted to display that on the album um definitely like a little summer vibe uh it was dope it was dope working with all the new artists and everybody we got like montre doing help me out with like an r&b song for uh if you know you know got fun on evil twin he made his debut yeah play that one on the live dj it's a mm-hmm. good track solid that was a cool little free st- it was like something it sucks the beat was only a minute and a half so I just kind of like kept it like that. I was like, I was like, this is like a dope intro. So, oh yeah, fair. Um, I guess I'll ask uh, when you get a short instrumental like that. Have you ever like doubled it up or like extended have, it out or hit I them have, up? And but I kind of like those short tracks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think it was like Suicide Boys and XXX Tentacion. They said they said the shorter songs get the most streams. We gotta replay it if you yeah. like it. Yeah. So I kind of like I was kind of like eh, a minute and a half. It's kind of ugly, but like intro. Maybe not like a filler, but you know, a good little intro. Yeah, yeah, it fits well there. Yeah. Um, so, kind of tell us if you sum this up into an era of itself. You said you want to kind of contrast your previous project. What's going on during that time? Um, whole lot of upward trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just moving up. It's been a been a good little year this year so far. Uh, winning the album of the year definitely put a battery in my back. <laughs> Gave me some confidence. So. I wanted to just up the ante a little bit. Yeah. Go right. a little crazier. Flex a little bit more. Cause I, I got like a wide... I mean, we got R&B on the side. We got like so much different sounds that I've never like dabbled in before. And I just wanted to showcase it. Like really an artist. It's not just rap at this point. Like making full bodies of music. You know? Mm-hmm. That's always been like a goal of mine. Finally I'm making like a full album. And I love doing the album write-ups because I, I get to approach it as a full body work. Like mm-hmm. singles are nice. I like that... You can release a single more often. There's a lot more. But when you actually have to, like, think about your album and when you're going to drop it, there's there's more energy. There's more emotion. There's more mm-hmm. that goes into it. It's such a better experience listening versus just a single that comes out. It's like, they're good. I like singles when they drop, but it's like an album. Albums that's are another like, beast. Like, audio, audio visuals. Like, mm, yeah. you like, you can play a good album and close your eyes and see what they're talking about. It's a good album. Like, I like albums like that that were designed to be played, like, front to back or... Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think most albums, yeah, they're kind of designed for that front to back. But I mean, if you can do, if you can get a good album where you can play front to back or shuffle, like that's mm-hmm. when you start getting yeah, some crazy yeah. stuff there. Uh, so if you had to pick three songs from this album, what are your top three here? Hmm. Faded early, I love that one. Oh, if if you know you know, because that's a freaky song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and. Hmm. I say emotional bastard. That was a really, really nice one to make for myself again. You know, like uh, I literally say in the beginning, it was like a therapy session. That was a good little song. I 
it was weird. One night I just couldn't sleep. Sat a lot of my head. Stayed up to like three or four in the morning, bro. Just punching, 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 punching. We got Maverick on there too. He's probably kicked it with me for a little bit, helped me get it started. And then once he left, I just couldn't let it go. I just kept. It's like three minutes straight rapping. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was excessive, but it was beautiful. <laughs> So with the cover arts for these albums, you have like this kind of smoke theme or entity almost there. What's what's going on there with that? Because it's on the um, on my or off my chest and then on my conscious, but just in different ways. And if you on notice, the head they're and... they're looking opposite ways too. Oh, I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah, okay. I kinda, yeah, I kind of had like a little idea with that. Same graphic artist too. Shout out Merka. He's from uh, Austria. Yeah, he lit. Um, the theme really for the cover art for like off my chest was like being contained in like a chain or just like having a lot of weight on you mm, we okay. had another concept where it was like me bench pressing with like um instead of like weights it was like liquor bottles you know like stuff that like vices and stuff that like mm. you know you're trying to lift off you know so but that concept there really was, was cool okay but uh yeah the i like the black and white theme of the album kind of leaves it like a little mysterious and i'm looking away in both of them too so it's it's kind of dope i don't know uh, on my conscious, we just put a bunch of stuff all around it. You know, it's just the brain. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I figured that kind of it, but one thing with my graphics and cover arts, I always give the graphic artist creative control. I literally will send him the album and say, "Make what you hear," type of thing. Oh, so you're like, here's the finished project. Mm -hmm. Give it a listen. Yeah. What do you picture? I like yeah. that. That's a good Same way. Same thing with it. singles, bro. Like I'll send it out to every cover art artist. You know. I just pretty much tell them, you know, here's, like, a general little idea, but by all means, do what you hear. Like, because I feel like when I draw and do my merch designs, I literally just play music and kind of get inspired. It's weird. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on now to our social media deep dive, getting a little bit into your Facebook here at first. Uh, your description is very short. It reads, my music is therapy. Um, you do post quite a bit on here, so would you say that you use your Facebook more for, like, updates, shit posting, community engagement? How do you kind of approach your Facebook? Memes. Memes, yeah. <laughs> Reels, Facebook updates. has the best memes, i got to be honest. I'd say, like, personal updates. I'll probably run to Facebook, you know, like, when uh, I had to cancel the show in Iowa. Ran to Facebook for that, and I just posted the Facebook post on Instagram stories. Um, I share a lot more stuff like that I'm tagged in probably on Facebook. So it's actually on the feed. Mm -hmm. It's it's you know I should post I post updates, post music, sometimes just pictures or random captions. I do a lot of like unreleased lyrics in my captions, so like no one knows. I know that. I've noticed that like but, you use what yeah. looks like lyrics. Okay, so those are un unreleased yeah. stuff. Stuff to be on the lookout for. All right, so on your Instagram now, you have about 500 posts on there. Uh, so looking at your first post, I'm actually going to throw up one of the pictures here while I talk. Uh, let me see if it'll work. Oh, one second. One second. We are getting these pictures here. All right, so it's uh, actually a slide of two pictures here. So the first one you have is in front of a mirror, but you um, weren't actually taking the selfie, it looks like. It looks like somebody else is taking the picture here. Um, and you look calm kind of in this one, looking mm -hmm. off to the right, and then... In the second picture, it's you in the mirror with your hands on your cheeks kind of screaming into it. And I thought it was kind of a cool concept. You got like the over the shoulder one way and then over the shoulder again with the mirror there. And the caption reads, you never know what's going on down on the inside. Uh, what can you kind of tell us about the fr what's going on in the time frame around the post here? This was, uh, um, gosh, I don't even have it here. I can pull it up what the actual time frame it's was. probably but. like 2019, 2018. 
Yeah, I think it was something around uh, that. This was in the bathroom at Nick Grace's studio. <laughs> um, first picture. September you know, 2018. Looking so. chill. Second one, I'm freaking out. The one where it's, you know, what was the caption again? Uh, you never know what's going down on the inside. So I was probably just, you know, trying to demonstrate how I can look cool, calm, collected in the first photo, but like your whole everything could be turned apart and inside. If that's that's probably what I was going yeah. for in that time frame. Just living life, I don't think nothing was really nothing popping going on. off around that time. Period. Do you have a lot of these like creative concepts that you bring mm-hmm. to light with pictures? My, my guy showed me how to take. I don't remember how to do it no more. Show me how to take a photo without your phone being in it. So I took okay. all those photos. A lot of my photos I take myself. Okay, so that was you yeah. doing a selfie, but mm-hmm. ah, nice, nice. Okay, okay. All right, so then uh, let me move down here. On February fifteenth, twenty nineteen, you posted two pictures of you and a woman with the caption reading, "We're at a show tonight," and uh, you were mistaken for Lil Dicky, and you tagged at Lil Dicky Graham uh, that a fan came up mistaking you for him. So tell mm-hmm. us more about this night and what happened in this picture. So that's my friend Tay. Um, the one I wrote MCTS for. Oh, okay. So that was a, it was kind of like a meme. She didn't really think that was a little dicky. Okay, all right. Well, we were outside of uh, the Jazz Gallery on Center Street, just taking photos. And it was just kind of like, everybody, you know, because I got the hair and I had the I was going to say, I thought that was a funny comparison. Yeah. I didn't know if you, like, actually had a little dicky mm-hmm. concert and, like, you yeah. went to it one day, but, all right. It was just a funny caption. Yeah, no, I thought that was, uh, that was kind of a funny uh, caption. I want to make sure I ask it, because I... I have you ever been mistaken for somebody else? Bro, I tried opening up for a little dicky really? at the rave, and I have it on Twitter. They said, they when? said, uh, how long ago was this? Cause dude, I was supposed 20, to go see Lil Dicky at the rave one time, and he canceled it. Twenty seventeen? Yeah, they canceled it. Yeah, because he was gonna work on his movie or something. They uh, they messaged me. They were like, "You guys look alike." Like, they, they, all they said was, "You guys look alike." And I that said, was it. I was like, "Where's the email? I can send my press kit <laughs> or my EPK, whatever." <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Oh, man. They probably were like, no, you look too much alike. It's still I think at the time, I was like a senior in high school. I was probably tweeting Lil Dicky like, hey, bro, you look alike. I was just... Oh, man. I was a troll. Yeah. So they probably, to... they probably like, yeah, you're We good. saw you. Yeah. Um, so then the other thing I was going to mention on your uh, social media here is you use a lot of captions that read like lyrics for your photos. So how do you come to decide what to caption your post with? Sometimes I'll be listening to like a song in the moment yeah. toss it in there sometimes it's like my own lyrics based off the photo or like the mood the photo gives you know yeah you said you use a lot of like unreleased lyrics for it you say yeah. you use that more often than not yeah okay especially like on my personal Facebook the other day I, I posted uh, I'm with Jennifer and Stacy. everybody's probably like what that's a song lyric <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a little song called Jennifer and Stacy coming out shout out Jennifer so, moving to your YouTube here now, uh, your first music video that is at least on there, maybe you took one down, but is for Dubs in the Cut. Um, we don't have to talk about it, but I just want to mention that was your first one here. Um, the next video that I want to mention, though, is your 420 brand clothing unboxing video uploaded mm. January 17, 2018. It uh, looks like that it was a brand that you had been wanting to collab with for a while, um, and they were based out of Waukesha, Wisconsin? Is that correct? I think I you think said so. that in the video. I but. think so, bro. They uh, they tapped in with me on Instagram and wanted to send me a package. I was geeked. That was like my first uh, online 
Dubs in the cut. I should have said this earlier. Arizona sponsored it. If you look at it, I'm wearing all Arizona iced tea gear. No way. I messaged you got him an on Arizona iced yeah, tea. Yeah, I messaged him on Dude, Twitter. That's fucking sick. My first show at the Miramar, I was throwing uh, Arizona sweatshirts out. Arizona. Oh, they're gonna say you're throwing Arizona cans nah. out to the crowd. <laughs> they, <laughs> gave me, up. <laughs> they gave me like sweatshirts, beanies, uh, a bunch of random shit, socks. Ooh, that's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I DM'd him on Twitter and I was like, Hey, I'm 16, shoot my first video. My friends like, they did it. You should tap. They'll probably sponsor. Like, yeah, they're dope. Like their team is. Like, like, check that out. Cool. That's pretty cool. They respond on Twitter. Um, so for the 420 branding clothing, how'd you, how'd this come about? Instagram. They Instagram. just DM'd me and was like, you wanna wear some clothes? <laughs> like, sure, why not? <laughs> yep. Um, did they say you had to do like an unboxing video for it? No, but I was excited. Okay. You know? Right. Plus, there's more content for myself. Of course, too. right. October 4th, then, 2020, you released a music video for Jesus Peace. Uh, you've released a lot of music videos, but I had to choose this one because I uh, thought it was kind of fun. You're, like, in the river mm, baptizing people. people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell us about the shooting this music video. Wow. We shot that video. Shot that with Mitch. Mitchell Nofke. I can't remember what city it was. Where, where is Cave of the Mounds located? Cave of the Mounds. Give me a second. I can try and look it up. I can't remember what, it was a so it was a small city in Wisconsin like rural um I want to say it was like Dane County Blue Mounds Wisconsin yeah no idea yeah okay Some, somewhere, somewhere in Wisconsin here I'm gonna hate myself for not remembering it but but yeah um uh yeah it was cool we actually had a bunch of locals stopping by us there in the shoot yeah it is kind of like one of those videos where it's understandable why people were looking at us yeah uh, we were at the church the only church in, in the town and we had uh like older ladies driving up what are you doing and we lied to them we said we're shooting a christian rock or something like, <laughs> we were just on bullshit but we yeah. Were, yeah, had wine in my cup we were just having fun but um yeah i really was we watched like videos on how to baptize and like I tried my best. Tried my best. <laughs> hey, yeah. You, you had the whole garb up and everything. It was kind of cool to see there, so. You got the gun scene in there. Take out the priest. Yeah. Pretty dope. Uh, so you've made a lot of content on your channel. Do you have a favorite video that maybe you want to talk about or that fans should check out? Mm. Just watch, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. That stuff's always fun. We put a bunch of memes in there and have fun. Okay. Uh, do you have uh, one in particular that you find... Oh, the Jesus Peace one. Jesus Peace one? Okay, yeah. I might have to go check my that one out. My little brother's in there, so it's cool. <laughs> oh, my cousin's in there. It was fun. We got a scene of him singing, like, songs from Spongebob and, like, Mr. Krabs' voice. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. And then the videographer's like, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Squidward coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so now we're going to move on. You had actually asked me this, and I think it's a good idea. I might do it in the future um, to post a... Instagram story asking for people to ask questions, mm-hmm. give questions to me to ask you here. So we're going to go into that, some of those here. So I have uh, Kitty Zone asking, what do your feet really smell like? So he really needs to know here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we got some weird ones like that. You definitely had a few people uh, trolling some of your questions shit. here. Lavender and honeycomb. Lavender and honeycomb. There yeah. you go. You got it. You got it here first. Yeah, that way. <laughs> Twenty One Baby asks, "How many more Twenty One Mob members do you want to collab with?" All of them. All of them. All yeah. right. Sizball Twenty Six says, uh, "Is your lifestyle heavy?" I don't know what that means, but yeah, heavy starch. Heavy starch. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zeke Zero Two Two Six asks, uh, "When is your next music video?" Soon. I need. I need to shoot a bunch of videos soon. 
Definitely need a bunch of songs. If you if you could just like right now you got a videographer, pick a song. What song would you pick? I want. I really want to do Memory Lane. Memory I, got, Lane. I have like a whole movie in my head. Okay. But I almost want to wait for it to be snowing. I don't know why. Okay. It'll capture it a little bit. Alright, alright. We got a little time then for that. Shit, it's hot as hell right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't snowing anytime soon, yeah. Um, Ashville then asks, what genre of music would you create if you didn't make rap music? Probably like the, the jazz and stuff I was talking about earlier. Probably, if, I, if I could sing, I would sing. I've, wrote, I've written a lot of songs, I just can't. I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I thought Ice JJ Fish was bad. No, no, no. I, sh- I haven't heard that name in a minute. No, yeah, that shit sounds horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's all we had for the questions here um, from Instagram. Appreciate everybody who did send one in. Uh, I do like that. So we're gonna look now at the future a little bit here. Five years out, where do you want your music to lead you? I don't want to rely on a nine to five. Honestly, that's that'd be if I could just make it by a scrape by a bare minimum. Bare minimum, I'd be super happy, bro. Just to be able to create all day. Because like, like I said earlier, I'm doing this with like sh- shitty hours of sleep. Just worked a physical job. I'm like doing it with like little to no time right now. Imagine if like my bills could be covered and I could just create. That's like every creative yeah. goal. You know, yeah. like everybody's dream. Like imagine what you could accomplish then. Like, you know, just just only having your craft to like work on. That's like my, my dream right there. Yeah, that honestly would be probably... You don't got to get rich. Just enough. Just enough to make it. Yeah, all that shit where they buy... Everybody buys mansions and shit just to be broke. Right, though. Yeah, like, let's check back in 10 years here. Um, Do you have any short-term goals that you're working towards currently? Um, definitely. I want to look into Jam Fest. That was a good idea. Definitely maybe want to see some festivals. Maybe get picked up for, like, a little tour or something. I want to travel a little bit and see where... See what we can touch out there and what we can do. Yeah. If you if you pick a festival, which one would you want to go to? Probably like some Rolling Loud or Rolling something. Loud. Yeah. Or it's a safe bet. Yeah, yeah lemonade would be dope. There. That'd be dope too. It's right here. So assuming all of the necessities are included, food, water, um, maybe some friends and family, what are three items you would want to take on your tour bus to keep you occupied? Some dominoes. Some domino, Like the pizza or like the game? The game. Okay, okay. Play, play Bones. Nah, fuck the dominoes. We're bringing cards. Here. We're bringing <laughs> way more, <laughs> way more games yeah. with cards. Bring some cards. Uh, some gas. My phone. Your phone is all you need, really. All right, all right. Some water, bro. You gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. So you are gifted one free freestyle. Uh, sorry, one free feature from mm. any artist currently alive. Who would you want to clap with on a song? Probably Kodak. Kodak. Okay, what kind of song do you think you can make with Kodak? Same shit I make on my albums. Same. I think you could fall right in there. All right, like, all right. You could, like Emotional Bastard, low-key, like Kodak, he needs to get on that remix. Do you have a dream venue that you would want to perform at? Uh, I think a stadium would be crazy. Yeah, any stadium. Any stadium. All right. Pfizer, Pfizer yeah, I was going to say that would be a good one. Just imagine that. Like, Dude, that would be, like, yeah, that's 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 crown jewel. Other than, like, maybe Lambo Field. Back, you know, like, yeah. So, if you were a governor of Wisconsin and you had the power to change one thing about the state, what would you want to focus on? We got to legalize the marijuana. We got to legalize the marijuana. All right. Vote Dubsack for governor. <laughs> and decriminalize it. At least, at least that. 
If you could point the listener to one of your songs to go listen to after this interview, where would you want to direct them? Probably direct them to uh, Faded Early. I feel like that's a good one. It's got diversity in it itself. Hooks funky. Lyrics are dope. Yeah. Got a little variety. I think it showcases what you might hear from other shit from you. pretty good. Yeah. All right, go stream uh, Faded Early then right after this here. So we are actually approaching the end of the show here. I do have one more question for you that uh, I want to ask. What separates you from the rest of the pack? And by that, I mean what makes you stand out here? I'm not sure if anything really does. I think we all got like a common goal that we all want to reach, but to maybe consistency. Just, you know, I mean, that's me saying that, and I've only dropped one single this year, but like. <laughs> I mean, you did do two, two, two albums, albums two in six albums, months. So I mean. I'd say consistency and just um, staying true to yourself. You know, don't put nothing out there that you wouldn't do or that's not you. Just yeah. be be authentic and have a purpose behind, you know. I feel like I have a purpose behind it. Now I found my purpose. I found that it is helping me and that it does um, help others. So I feel like that really just keeps me going, especially when like, I drop something and I get those messages or like that phone call that just hits like right there. And I'm like, damn, you, like, you would have never even heard this if I would just kept it on my phone. Like, yeah. It's crazy how like a, the impact really be fucking me up sometimes, like that, just knowing that I like, affect people. Mm-hmm. So now we are here at the uh, end of the show. I want to give you the mic. You got five minutes or so. Shout out any anybody you want. Let us know what you got going on. Um, any announcements you want to make. All that. Floor is yours here. It's the Dub Sack Show. All right. Welcome to the Dub Sack Show. <laughs> Remember to stay hydrated. Yep, always. We got Fawn. Fawn, you coming up here? We got Fawn with me? Yeah, you're, you're good. All right. All right. We got Fawn in the cut. We got a shout out Fawn. He's taking a lot of trips with me. Been at pretty much every show. Got a shout out Butter. That's like my brother. Butter. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's my cousin, but that's like my brother. Got a shout out the family. Everybody else just rocking behind the movement. Um, shit, what's in works honestly is a mystery right now. We're just cooking up, cooking up every day. Cooking up. You just dropped an album. Just ago. dropped. Yeah. yeah. Probably made. I haven't really recorded much since. I I like to uh take a little break after I finally like release something. Yeah. Let it just sit. Um, a lot of new music coming for sure. I'm just not sure if I'm gonna give you guys singles or albums or, or what. We'll see when it comes, right? I think my best move is probably to um, dive into the past two albums and at least get some videos out for those. Yeah, definitely use the content you got to make yeah, more content. Yeah, I feel it. like yeah. I feel like I, I have a lot of shit out, but it's almost too much sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To like directly just push one song. Like you see a lot of successful people, bro. They push one song for like five months. Yeah. I can't do that because I get <laughs> sick of the song. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, bro, I made this shit eight months ago. <laughs> I got 80 more songs. Time already. for the new. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. All right, all right. Well, shout out real quick. Uh, socials, where can everybody stream you? What should they go stream? You can find me anywhere at Dubsack. That's D U B B S A Q. D-U-B-B-S-A-Q Find me on Spotify Apple Music We're on Tidal We're on uh, Russian music sites All that Yeah I got I, It's called VK It's like their Instagram Okay I'm on there I keep getting hacked In Poland though <laughs> uh, Yeah We're everywhere Man Dubsack <laughs> And you just dropped Your most recent project um, 
uh, off my chest. Or no, that I'm was unconscious. I'm yeah. conscious, yeah. A sorry. month ago today. A month ago today. So yes, yeah, pretty cool. We got that. That's why uh, I had to make sure right. I got here. Yeah, definitely appreciate you making it lot. in. Yeah, I appreciate that too. I know you had to cancel a show for it, but yeah, I yeah. do I do appreciate it a lot. We've definitely been waiting for this interview here. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys go give him a follow everywhere. We're going to be getting this interview up real soon. Uh, probably be about Tuesday at the latest. We'll get it up on all platforms for everybody. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in for podcast episode 118 interview with Dubsack here. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram at CW Hip Hop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram at BBNC925. Go follow all of our sponsors. You can find them on our homepage at CWHipHop.com. Uh, but we have Hollywood Recording Company, Chop Shop Barbershop, Garky Global, Always Tired Inc. We appreciate you guys so much. Also, thank you to Tracy, Some Music Boss, and DK. You guys are getting that 10% discount to our shop on CWHipHop.com. shop. If you want to join them, we'll shout you out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to Patreon.com slash CWHH to join that today. We do have a question every week, so join us Sundays at 5 p.m. We go live on Instagram uh, every week, so you guys can join in. If you're listening back on any of the platforms we've uploaded this on you can comment we appreciate the comments on the question this week uh if you could only save one social media it does help with the engagement so we can kind of get more eyes and ears on some music like dubsack here it really does help out a lot mm-hmm. uh got new music coming out monday we have our post so look out for our playlist on spotify apple music we got that updated every week as well our new post uh every thursday as well lets you know about upcoming wisconsin hip-hop that drops usually on fridays or within the next coming weeks we do have our next interview with Love Ego. We are going to be having her in August 13th, so that's two Sundays from here. So make sure you guys are here for that. We have a ton of concerts as well. You guys should go check out this summer. So go to cwhiphop.com concerts, and you guys can go to that. We have a picture of the flyer, links to Google Maps, and then some information on there as well. And then also, I just want to mention again, we have our Apple Music playlist now. So if you've been listening to Spotify playlist, but you prefer Apple Music, or maybe you haven't because we only have Spotify and you prefer Apple Music, it is now your time. You guys can go stream all of these artists on there. So make sure you guys check that out. But thank you so much for coming in, Dubsack. We're going to be signing the shirt, taking the videos, some pictures. It's going to be a good time. We're going to be getting those uploaded then. I got like the one last shout weeks. out, man. Yeah, dude, it's all yours here. Shout out my mom. Shout out my grandma. Shout out my stepmom. Shout out my girl. Let me make the world. Yeah, there right, we go. Now I'm going home, bro. Now you're going home. All right. You guys have a great rest of your night. Peace.